Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Lift off. Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. We're so happy to have you with us again today. And uh, today we are recording on Sunday. Well, of course, we usually do. But here in the Pacific Northwest, it is a beautiful sunny day, but it's like 39 degrees. So that's why the hat <laughs> and Amy's hat. And today... And Sophie's short sleeve. Oh, I know. She- <laughs> <laughs> because she's Canadian. <laughs> it's not like her house is burning hot. <laughs> usually, I have to wear hats, it's cold. She freezes me out here. <laughs> But <laughs> I usually have to leave here and turn the heat on full blast in my car. <laughs> I pretty much do this. Truth, truth be told. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, before we get any further, I must say we have a very special guest joining us today from literally clear across the, the world. world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have Sophie's cousin, Bianca, from Greece, everyone, and we are recording uh, in the morning, 11-ish o'clock, and it's like 9 p.m. her time, so um, yeah. this is going to be really fun to hear all about a, a worldly, you know, when was the last time you guys saw each other, Sophie? Well, we in person, we saw each other last Christmas, was it? Yeah, was it? yeah, yeah. I think it was. Oh, yeah. you here in the States? No, in oh, Canada. Oh, in Canada. Yeah, yeah in 2022. Oh. Not this past Christmas, the one before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Bianca, um, geez, what can I say about Bianca? So I have, so she's my first cousin, so she's Joanne's daughter, and um, we used to live um, um, when, well, I, well, I used to live in the same city that jo- that Joanne and the girls lived, mm-hmm. her daughters. And it was, um, I just loved being with them. They were just so much fun. And Bianca's the oldest of her three siblings and the most mature, most, you know, Aww. even keel. <laughs> she keeps everyone grounded. <laughs> she does. She does. Like you, her, her, her sisters, her two younger sisters and, uh, and they're all very different, but, um, yeah. And Bianca has been, you know, I don't know. I just, it's just very close to my heart and, she's you like know, a, she's like a, a sister and, and, um, I always, I always tell the story that if your mom and dad had asked you, you know, if, you know, if they were doing their, you know, uh, like who, who, who would take care of you if, mm. oh, yeah, right. And, um, and Bianca's godmother is their first one. And, and, uh, they said, well, how could she can't do it? And they go, Sophie, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah, for sure. Any day of the week. Oh, that, <laughs> what a compliment. So now you totally. guys together in Canada. Mm-hmm. So uh, what took you, how long have you been in Greece? I've only been in Greece um, just over three years, uh-huh. like three and a half, basically. Um, but before that, I was living in Germany for five years. So I've been not living in Canada for almost a decade now. Like I, I'm left at the end of 2015, I think it was, which is so crazy to think about. Yeah, it's really wild. No, I, I yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. then I remember you visited me in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and you were at. She's a. She's got lots of talents. One of them is she's a DJ. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> She is. Uh, So she, she was doing a tour and, um, and visited me in, in San Francisco, but lost her poor passport. Oh Oh my gosh. That was such a great, Sophie, you were my like guardian angel. I swear (laughs) to God. Yeah, I was, so I wasn't really doing so much DJing. It was more like I was going on tour with my friend who was like a live act and it was just, I have so, like, that could be a whole podcast episode talking about that tour, but it was really fun. We drove all across Canada and then all the way down the West coast of the U S and I think I lost my passport somewhere around the border. Like when, right after we crossed and went to Seattle, like, I don't know what happened. I think it literally fell out of the car, which is already like stuffed with belongings anyway. So Sophie was kind enough to <laughs> take me to the Canadian embassy consulate whatever in san francisco and helped save my ass so i could go back home but yeah <laughs> and like and i got to stay in an actual nice place which was her apartment instead of like on sofas or the floor or whatever so it was great <laughs> oh my gosh what year was that 20 i think it was 2014 yeah yeah i remember i you, you freaked me out because i remember you You're like okay i'm in portland right now and i'm on my way um, uh, to San Francisco, I got to drive. I'm like, okay, great. And so she gets out, of, uh, she meets me outside, I, outside at night, uh, and she comes out of this truck or something. And I said, oh, who, who's this? She, I don't know. I just met him on Craigslist. I just, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, man. Yeah. Um, I was lucky. The guy was really nice. It was just like a guy and his dog and it was totally fine. Obviously it could have gone very South. Um, so I don't know whether or not to thank my naivete or not, but anyway, I was safe. It was okay. Oh my God. I remember going, Oh my God. I can't tell your mother this. I, can't oh, yeah. tell her, I was just like, Oh my God. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what took you, why, why Germany when you left, why did you leave Canada and go to Germany? I left Canada because I was, I don't know, honestly, a little like bored. (laughs) Um, I was in, I was in Montreal. That's where I went to university and I enjoyed it. And I ended up staying a couple years after, but I was just feeling like I was at the time I was working a job. I think I was working at like this jewelry company and I was doing like merchandising or whatever, but then also copywriting. And then also this for like, not nearly enough money for what I was doing. And I was just feeling really frustrated and you know, at the time I was really into electronic music and I had loved Berlin when I visited, um, I went in 2012, I think. And 
Yeah, I was just thinking more about like, okay, what jobs could I do that are more like music related? And I was already writing about music at the time for free, just for like blogs, random places, whatever. And when I was at university, I was doing that as well. And I remember that I met an editor at an online magazine in Berlin when I was there. And then I looked at their website and saw that they had internships. So I applied and I got it and I just went. It was first for just three months. And then um, I came back briefly to Canada, but like with the intention of going back. And I ended up then getting a job in music PR after. And then I stayed and I ended up staying for five years, which I didn't really plan on, but that's what happened. Isn't it crazy how things work out like that? Like you just don't know where life's going to take you. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. And were you on vacation in Greece? Is that how you ended up staying and not leaving? (laughs) Yeah, this is like probably a crazier story. So it was 2020 in the summer. So COVID was a thing, obviously, at that time. And yeah, I... Yeah, I wanted to go on a little trip and like travel within Europe at a certain point, like wasn't so crazy, like you could kind of do it. So a friend, well, this is this is another funny story, kind of like a friend that I had met online and never met in real life, (laughs) invited me to this island and I agreed to go. So I met her there and I really just loved the place, fell in love with it. And I was thinking like, okay. I have a feeling we're going to have another lockdown again in the winter. Berlin winter is gray and terrible. I was living in a tiny apartment on my own, like 300 square feet type of vibe. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to be, yeah, really small. So it's like, hmm, I'm going to be like trapped in there in the winter, which I already hate. Like that doesn't sound like a good idea. So then I was like, why don't I see if I can rent somewhere here? And so... I did. I found a place to rent. And then, yeah, probably a month or two after I like made that decision and was there, I met like my now partner who I guess I'm married to. I know that sounds weird, but like we're like legally on paper married, but we like haven't had a wedding. So that's why it's kind of weird to say husband, even though he is my husband. Also, it's just weird for me to say that word kind of, Um, but that's what he is. Yeah. So things kind of fell into place. And yeah, but that was a really crazy decision. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to like move here. And it's an Island with 600 people year round. It's not big at all. It's Is it like a vacation destination? Yeah. I mean, I would say like a lot of people there would make their money from tourism and there's lots of tourists in the summer and not as much going on in the winter for sure, but there's still life yeah. and people there obviously. Yeah. Wait, so your seasons, is your winter our winter? Like it's winter. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. we're in the same, we're in the same hemisphere. So it's winter okay. for me now too. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it like there then in the winter, like right now? Um. So, okay, now we live on a slightly bigger island. So there's more going on year round. Um, but it's nice. Like today was warm like it went up to 18 degrees celsius sorry i don't know fahrenheit um but it was sunny and nice and um yeah like it's you know we still have like wintry weather sometimes in the winter it gets cold colder than you you'd expect it can even snow um Mm -hmm. it hasn't snowed this winter but that's how it definitely better than canada (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, so 18 degrees Celsius, I believe, is in the high 60s, low 70s somewhere. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've had some unusually warm weather in the past week or so, sunny and nearly 60 degrees or 60. Yeah, it was 65 in uh, Tasker last week one day. Yeah, yeah, so unseasonable weather here. Mm. And sun, so right now, so that's so nice to have. Very sunny, nice, yeah, it is. After all the gloomy ice (sighs) we had, nice to have some vitamin D. So is your um, husband Greek? Yeah, he's Greek. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I presume you probably speak many languages. Yeah, I would say I speak oh. English and French flu- completely fluently, more or less. Like, well, English, obviously, French is pretty fluent. Yeah. Italian, a little bit. German, a little bit. Greek, a little bit. Yeah. We're, but we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your husband can yell at you and I have no idea what he's saying. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so your background is in music or what did you go to okay. university for? <laughs> I studied art history in university. Okay. Mm-hmm. But during university, I I started writing like um for this there was like an online magazine that someone started at my university and I applied to be like a music writer and then I kind of kept going with it every year. I think I was the music editor in my last year there. Um, yeah. So kind of like music became a thing that was more a part of my life, even though I didn't really study it. And I just met like a lot of people in my first year of university that were into DJing and into music and they kind of like taught me some things and yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of went with it. Honestly, like when I was in university, I was really, nervous to DJ and I really wasn't like confident about it at all but like writing came a little more naturally and I felt less like impostery about it um and it was just also fun to like meet and interview musicians that I really loved as well it was like a nice excuse yeah right yeah well and music is a form of art yeah it is an art form yeah I mean Mm -hmm. yeah so I could totally yeah totally see it I remember your dad saying that he tried to get you a job or you, you worked at HP for, for um, a summer or something. And <gasps> she couldn't stand oh. it. <laughs> she couldn't get out of there fast enough. I definitely don't want to do this for life. No, that like very accurate. I, it's really funny because my dad at the time was working at Hewlett Packard and I worked that summer so I could save up to get a MacBook. <laughs> oh. Which was really funny. He wasn't that offended or anything. Um, it was just funny. But like, yeah, no, I couldn't, I could not do that type of job. Like, I mean, I could, I had the skills and I did it. And actually they were like, oh, you're doing a great job, Bianca. Like you should come. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's better than what my dad had me do. I went to work. My dad worked in the meat meat slaughtering company. Oh my goodness. And they <laughs> Sophie, I could really see you. My dad had me uh, work at like afternoon. So you start at three or four. Mm-hmm. I had to pay like $30 for my rubber boots and my jacket or something. And I packed pig, pig tongues in a bag. Oh my gosh. 
for one shift. I wasn't even a whole shift. Oh I my had god! Need to cover my boots. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Dad, I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> You're That's a nightmare. Oh my so, so I would much rather rather work at HP. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. It was very cushy. There was air conditioning. No worries, man. It was fine in the grand scheme of things. Oh, I worked. They were a client of mine oh, oh, that's uh, when I worked at a marketing company. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're one yeah. of my babes. Yeah, so it's funny. So, what what do you mainly do with your time right now? Yeah. Sophie was telling us a few different things that you dabble in. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I coach people one-on-one, like using a combination of astrology and human design, sometimes tarot, (laughs) other things I've learned or have been trained in. Because I don't know, like my life kind of took a more spiritual turn at some point. And I started like seeing things very differently. And I started understanding things on kind of different levels. And yeah, I just really enjoy like helping people um, discover their purpose or like commit to it or accept themselves more or be okay with the way things are going. Because a lot of the times, you know, when I explain something about someone's chart, it's not like entirely brand new information to them. It's often like things that they've known about themselves, but maybe don't fully embrace or like, think is too weird to try to pursue or whatever it is. So I really love helping people with that. Um, yeah, I also write monthly horoscopes for this really nice platform called, uh, or a collective. It's like a holistic health platform. And sometimes I'll do workshops for them. Um, what else? That yeah. is most of it. So you have a podcast too? Oh yeah, and I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Way, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, gotta, I have to. I have to plug that. I honestly, I forget things that I do sometimes. It's like a bit silly of me, but yes, yeah. I have a podcast called Life Forces Podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I and I love reading. And she's on Instagram, and she posts all the time. And she does. Um, I, I she I keep get updated on uh, what new moon and what uh, where we're and we're, what are we in now, Capricorn. No, okay, it's Aquarius season now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's been Aquarius season for a couple weeks now, but that's okay, Sophie. <laughs> uh, I paid attention. It's my ADHD that, that gets me sometimes. Do you even know no what worries. the sign is, Sophie? Are you Leo? I'm a Leo. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Leo. I'm Aries. What are you? Cancer. All right. Wow. So, so we got two fire signs and one... Can- water sign cancer i'm also a cancer represent, yeah. represent. <laughs> so is it, does that seem surprising then to hear that that we all work together so well being being a two fire one water what do you think about no that? i don't i don't think it's that weird because also i mean you can go into so many different layers with astrology like it's crazy you know i've been yeah. learning for however many years now and i could still learn more Because, you know, for example, okay, we know all of your sun signs, right? Which is based on your birth date. But then if we have your exact time and place, we can look at your full chart. We can see what your moon sign is, what your rising signs are. And you see how those, even those interact. And then there's the houses in astrology, which brings a whole different dimension to everything. So of course you can 
deduce like some things from comparing people's sun signs but it goes so much deeper with that that's why when someone's like oh my god i'm dating this guy's this guy who's a this and i'm a that i'm like no no give me the exact birth time and i'll tell you what's really going on you know i I don't i can't just know with he's a taurus and i'm a this you know it like yeah yeah Yeah. do you um that's a business like you charge for that yeah, 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 totally. So we'll have to put your links in our show notes then. For sure, for yeah. sure, yeah. We'll see all of your multiple businesses. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just one, but it's just different things, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so there's one Instagram that would have mm-hmm. different. Oh, okay. Yep, at Life Horses Inc. on Instagram. Very good. Yeah. And then how often do you publish a podcast? So when I was, I was doing it weekly, but I'm kind of doing it in seasons. So right now I'm taking a break and I'm probably restarting in realistically March by this point. Cause I, you guys know how it is. You want to batch, be prepared, plan yeah. a little ahead, ideally. Yeah. So I'm trying to be organized like that. So probably we'll be back in March weekly for at least 10 episodes. You know, that's the goal. That's cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're just, yeah, we're, we've got lots of guests this, mm-hmm. this year. So we're going to, you know, host a lot of people and, and just, you know, just get information out there to, you know, to our, our listeners. I mean, there's, there's men listening to our podcast as well. Um, so they get a good insight as well, but it's, I think it's going to be a good year for us. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. untold stories. Yeah. yeah. Whether it be health stories, personal relationship, business, but lots of stories. But then, you know, it's one thing for us to like sit and do what we did last year, which was focus our our personality on our podcast. But mm-hmm. to have guests share is going to be really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's really, to me, it's really encouraging and inspiring to hear yeah. other people's stories because mm-hmm. then you feel you feel more like, wow, okay, they kind of went through something I went through mm-hmm. or, okay, I'm not so stupid. For <laughs> 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 whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I love listening to people's yeah. stories and you just don't know, you know, if you just casually meet someone, what really they've been through mm-hmm. in life. And so it's so interesting to dig deeper sometimes. Yeah. And I think it's also a good story to hear how, people fell into or mm, yeah you know um Bianca it's, it's funny you and I kind of felt like we both left home and yeah. yeah and moved moved far away and um and found our purpose or what have you and I think that's kind of inspirational too Absolutely. and I have to I remember yeah. doing it myself like moving from Toronto to San Francisco and just like I'm just doing this I everything you know I don't need to come back. I, you know, mm. and when you think about, you know, where we come from, as far as our family and our grandparents, they're immigrants. They, you know, came from traveled. a different world and yeah. traveled and, and, um, you know, not knowing mm-hmm. a lot of people and so forth. And I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's something that's kind of buried in our soul. I, I think it's mm. us and, and actually, like Bianca's other two sisters, one lives in Sydney, Australia, and the other one lives in the East Coast in New Brunswick. So, um, your poor mom. <laughs> I know, I know. We're just keeping my mouth. Your poor mom. <laughs> well, she's in Australia right now, so you can't feel so bad. 
feel bad for her right now. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I think that's something that I, I think that's true to us. Like, you know, even for me, like part of me, you know, thinks about retiring or moving on and so forth. And I want to, I really want to move to Europe, to be honest. Mm. I could see you thriving. Yes, you're that. definitely yes. like a traveler yeah. personality. You, there are some people like my, my husband has traveled a bunch and he would love to travel. And I am such a, I love Oregon. I'll travel to a place for like a week. Mm-hmm. But I like it here. I'm such a homebody. So I definitely think though that we can like we can learn from the traveling person or the person who wants more yeah. roots. I think it's yeah. super cool. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like if you're yeah. sitting on the fence, you know, thinking, oh, maybe I want to do this, I want to do that, and then you hear your story. Yeah. It's like encouraging and inspiring. Yeah, like okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go for it. You know, maybe somebody would say, Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've got my Italian passport, so I'm good. Exactly, <laughs> easy, easy to come here. Yeah. All right. And especially, mm. you don't even have to go through the the immigrant yeah. line. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but, well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I just it, um, was going to ask about more for <laughs> for you to explain about um, human design. Sure. Yeah. Sophie, did you want to say? No. So I had no. I had um, Bianca did um, did a whole reading for me as well uh, two years ago, and I was trying to find it because I wanted to re-listen to it. Um, But it was very interesting, um, especially on the human design part. How many is there? Like seven? What's the? Can you talk a little bit maybe about the basic Mm -hmm. design and what it means? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, human design is a modality that was, I guess you could say discovered in, when was it? The late eighties by actually a Canadian guy who was living in Ibiza and he, this, this like voice came to him and apparently he saw this light and the light was like pointing to different things in his room where he was saying, it's like a really trippy story, even that, like how it all came together, Mm -hmm. but basically it combines Um, astrology, the I Ching, the chakra system, Kabbalah, quantum physics, like lots of different stuff. And essentially like the basics of it is that everyone has an energy type and there's five different energy types. And that kind of tells you how you're meant to show up in the world energetically, because I think a lot of us feel like everyone's supposed to do the same kind of thing. And, you know, it, you should just fit into this mold or whatever, but like, that's really not true. Like everyone definitely has a different role. Not everyone is meant to work 40 hours, 40 hours a week, et cetera. Like some people that just won't work for them. They, They just operate differently and their talents are best spent kind of on a different rhythm, let's say. Yeah. So there's, there's five different, energy types there's manifestors generators manifesting generators projectors and reflectors and most people are either um, generators or manifesting generators and these are people who kind of have more consistent access to life force energy let's say so these are people that in theory could probably work a more nine to five 
sort of thing, as long as they really like what they're doing and it lights them up because their kind of currency is enthusiasm and joy and like sharing that with people. Whereas the other energy types are a little bit different. Like manifestors are more about initiating and starting things and projectors are more about making things more efficient and reflectors really reflect everything in the world around them. So they're usually like very wise people. But if you were to ask a reflector to like work a very physically demanding job, they'd probably be completely depleted. Um, yeah. So it's very interesting. Yes. I got to, I got to pull mine up and, and see what I, I think I was a manifester of some sort, but I don't. You're, you're a generator. I'm a generator. You're a generator. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) she probably knew before she got all my information Mm -hmm. (laughs) interesting you ladies should get it i know it sounds super interesting i always love that this kind of stuff now i feel like i've heard somewhere maybe sophie you said this are some businesses actually teaching human design I don't know where I heard this or was it mm-hmm. human resources, something, maybe I'm getting this confused with something else. <laughs> I think, well, it's possible. Like I know of, you know, more established human design people that have done consultations for like companies and yeah. like have gone into companies and be like, maybe this is how you should structure your team based on how everyone's energy types are, or like, you know, maybe what their skills are and things like this. So yeah, for sure. I think like it is, um, a thing in certain workplaces. Like, I don't know how widespread it is, but I've heard of that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think probably for a vast majority of people, it would seem to woo woo, if you will. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Which I understand. Yeah. Yeah. We did a, I can't remember what it was called, but they basically tested you. You got tested, and then you see if you're um, like different animals—a monkey, oh, yeah. a tiger, mm-hmm. yep. um, a lion—and I, I was a monkey. So <laughs> far fetched from what I <laughs> my spirit animal. <laughs> I don't know this. Well, oh, this yeah. Do you remember what you were? Do you remember? Do you know what you were? I don't, I, I haven't taken this test since high oh, school. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah, this is, yeah, I remember, you know, I can, I, the tigers and the lions and all the, like, really mean people were on the <laughs> other side of the <laughs> And I was on the, the joyful You're just side. swinging from the ship. Yeah, just monkeying around <laughs> with the other monkey people. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's- what's... Yeah, I was going to say what's interesting about like astrology and human design is it's not really like a personality test because in in my eye, like you can change, you know what I mean? Like you can kind of shift into being more introverted or extroverted. Like I used to be way more extroverted and now I'm a little more introverted. Do you know what I mean? So the things, things like Myers-Briggs, like I'm sure over time, like someone's type could change, which is totally fine because obviously we're going to change and evolve as humans but with astrology and human design it's based you know it's based on the exact time you were born right so you have this kind of like cosmic imprint almost of like 
when you were born and the energies present when you were born. And that's why you are the way you are. Of course, like you have free will within that, right. To choose certain things in life and react certain ways and things like that. But the like fundamental energy you're dealing with stays the same. You know what I mean? So that's what's interesting about it to me. I feel like when I was born, a lot of people must have been crying because I feel like I'm always so emotional and crying about everything all the time. What the fuck? Well, I'd be very interested to see your chart because you said you're an Aries sun, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, just knowing that you wouldn't necessarily think of someone who's like super emotional. So I'd want, I'd really want to see the rest of what's going on to under, you know, <laughs> well, I'm curious with anyone, but yeah. Especially in Aries who says they're very emotional. Yeah. It's weird because I know Aries are usually pegged as leaders. And I think most of my life I was a follower, but, and speaking of how people change, I used to be very introverted and now I'm more extroverted. I guess I'm mm. an introverted extrovert. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or an extroverted yeah. introvert. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, mm. Amy, you look like you're going to say something. Yeah, so I have, so there's something I'll say on here, which I've hardly told anybody. I think I've mentioned to you guys because we talk about energy often, but um, I did not really pick up on my maybe energy signs or real energy because I grew up in a very traditional Christian home and we talked about spirituality, but not from like an energy perspective. And so when I got divorced, well, there's some things that happened when I was younger. So um, I feel in colors. So not Mm -hmm. only do I feel in energy, like I get like a, you know, a bad vibe from a, a room or an experience or a passerby, but I also feel in colors and I have been able to do that since I was little, but nobody talked about it in a religious perspective. And I mm-hmm. didn't hear about it from anybody. I mean, not even anybody non-religious, nobody talked about that. So I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm a people pleaser in my nature. So that's not something I could <laughs> just slur out. Yeah. yeah. I see black. <laughs> Everybody's going to be really worried about me. Yeah. And I have uh, three other sisters and nobody said anything. Like nobody talked like they had the same, you know, experience. So I just kind of shunned it. I kept it quiet. Mm. And I was in a toxic relationship for 20 years and all of my old self was very suppressed. So a lot of that energy color, I didn't experience very much of that in that relationship. But when I got divorced, I was like, I'm going to be open. I'm going to say yes to a lot more things, even if I don't understand them, then I can make a true decision. You know, is it for my life or in my life or not? spirituality Christianity or not and so but since I've been divorced and like really working on myself I have way more experiences now again and even more so when I'm someplace I not only feel in like sadness I not only pick up those energies we think about 
but I actually have colors associated with mm. that. When I go into a big room, I'm picking up the energy, but sometimes there's like a million different colors and I've just been drained in like the first five minutes wow. of walking into a place because I'm not only feeling something that has tangible words and energy, but then for me, it's like, like lots of different colors. Mm. So I, I struggle to bring this up one because nobody talks about it. Really. I had mm. who she posted something on her Facebook page and she also grew up Christian. So I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can, I feel in colors. I occasionally can see in colors, but not all the time. And it, mm-hmm. it goes. So I have no like pattern of sorts. Um, but she knows me really well. And so she was like, I think you're more like a healer. And I was like, well, what the hell does that mm-hmm. make? So uh-huh. we looked in, I kind of looked into it, but I haven't really looked into it because I think it there's that fear of the unknown, like what you mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. And the fear of like something you've squashed your whole life. Totally. <laughs> and kept it quiet. So it's, I'm very intrigued by energy and everything that you have to say Mm -hmm. and but I still you know I'm 45 years old and have know this about myself so I'm comfortable with this weird piece of myself but to actually talk about it Mm -hmm. just feels really foreign I'm glad you talked about it yeah me too yeah same me you see my color yeah, I do. Yeah, I see some. I see colors in people sometimes, but they come and go, and there's no like for me. I have no pattern. There might mm-hmm. be a pattern if I was actually consciously looking for it often. Mm-hmm. But it's still something I don't know and understand, so I'm kind of fine with keeping it at bay <laughs> and having it pop up. But there are some real specific people I have seen your color. Um, and they it again? yellow, they, right? You have yellows and grays. And they do change, um, mm. but yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. And a huge part of that, I'm sure, is because I'm like so in, in I'm very sorry. The word was there, and then it was gone. Yeah. Insecure about it. Mm. So I'm very. I mean, I think it's really cool. I think you just need to like. Maybe I'll send you some podcasts because trust me, there's a lot of people that like have similar abilities too. And it's really special because not everyone has the ability to really tap into the energies that are present. And I think it's not, to be honest, it's not really valued, you know, but it is such a valuable asset. Because a lot of people aren't in touch with what's going on around them, like to their detriment, where like, you know, God knows what's happening with their health and they're like not in touch with their body or in touch with anything else and they're making terrible decisions. So to me, it's like really powerful, but I can totally understand like having that fear of it because you're just like, what? No one ever speaks about this, but I don't know, the the kind of people that I... (laughs) listen to or interact with it's it's really not that weird and I actually think um if more people were like open to different parts of them like they might see very similar things too um and that's really cool it sounds like you're maybe seeing people's like aura colors like I don't know if you've like explored that at all I I 
I, I've read up on it, mm -hmm. but I don't, you know, not enough to really claim something. I've yeah. read about a lot of other, you know, gifts that people, like some people, um, I, I, I'm totally fine reading this, maybe not so much on my own stuff, but there are people who can eat, they uh, see numbers and they eat numbers and they taste numbers. And it's all along like kind of like this association with colors and uh, numbers and um, a certain like weird smells like you'd smell a flower and they get an entirely different like bipolar smell yeah. from it. Oh. And it's consistent in their life. So I'm fascinated to read things about that, but mm -hmm. like really embrace the color thing. I just haven't done it yet. So yeah, really oh, I think we should. I love what we're going <laughs> to do a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think when you told me about the color, I remember it was, um, we were at, it was just you and I, we were yeah. sitting at um, uh, Thirsty Lion and and you had told me that, that you saw colors and so forth and what my colors were. And I'm like, I've been told, I don't know, more than a handful of times that they see gold and yellow around me. Mm -hmm. And that's my color. That just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Very cool. some people who have colors or see chakras, they see, they kind of have their own meaning. I mean, there's mm -hmm. kind of like this general consensus mm -hmm. of red. Mm -hmm. And because I haven't educated myself, I have a, a, a meaning with things and sometimes it can change. Like I can see one person and if their energy is like depressed and sad, then I'll see more grays and blues, maybe blacks or reds. And then if like they're totally fine, it's summertime. Well, it's summertime, I tend to see like brighter colors or more pastel colors. So they mm -hmm. do more than change. They mean something to me because mm -hmm. I haven't educated myself on any of this. But it will be interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm casually opening opening myself up, but it is it is kind of scary. I I, I am mm -hmm. I do like to embrace new things, mm -hmm. but when you've kind of squashed or suppressed something for so long, and then all of a sudden it just like kind of blows up in your face, it it's cool but scary. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel do you have that? Cause you're it, like, you're sensitive as well. You, I think you have an, some type of intuition or something. Bianca, is there something that you feel that you have or? I don't have anything like as specific and honestly cool sounding as that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think when I'm really tuned into what I'm doing, whatever it is, like things just kind of come in. It's hard to explain. Like, I can associate, I can associate it with something I have in human design, which is, um, this kind of feeling like the intuition that I get is just like, I get ideas about something, but I can't explain why. And mm -hmm. like, sometimes it happens like very instantly, but in terms of like, I don't know, like other things that might sound a little more exciting. I don't really think I have that so much, you know what I mean? And even, um, you know, in my practice, what I do when I work with people, like I'm not, especially when I was doing tarot, like I don't necessarily consider myself like psychic. Like I don't get very specific, like, oh, this is going to happen to you. Like sometimes I get kind of strong inclinations, but I also think in terms of like future predicting stuff, like 
in some cases it can make people feel like they don't have free will. And that's just kind of like what the psychic says is going to happen no matter what, which I actually like don't really necessarily believe in. Not to say that I don't think people have like abilities and I've been to psychics that have been so spot on about things, but I think it's important that people just like remember, like no matter what I say or someone else says that you always have a choice, you know what I mean? And you always have the power to like steer your life and in different directions, but it is like these kind of abilities are definitely something I'm interested in cultivating more. Um, I think it's kind of difficult because we live in a world that's so distracting and often for these kind of things to like come through more easily, like we need to be a little bit removed for th- from things or like off the phone for a little bit, like things yeah. like that. So yeah I actually think there's a lot of truth to that because I mean we've talked about it in our our group but I don't I mean I listen to some podcasts but I don't listen to a lot of outside information because yeah no room for you to actually do any kind of deep work on yourself or really 100 percent and when we lose that piece of us and we say, oh, no, I'm just going to invite TV or podcasts or radio or YouTube or whatever it is out there, um, even certain music, then the, there's like no self-accountability. You lose that. So you're just kind of like, whatever, I'm just going to function because, you know, I feel this way. But deep down inside, I feel like a lot of our brains are telling us things and we're not listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think also like one thing I've been reflecting on a lot is like, especially as women, we often like don't really give ourselves space and time. Like everything can be very scheduled, you know, like even fun is scheduled. And I know it's hard because people have families and responsibilities and work and da da da. But I'm like trying to be more mindful of like, instead of thinking I need to like schedule every single hour of my day or like plan to do this or plan to do that to just like leave a little more space for things. Because yeah, if we want to receive something different, we have to like make room for that to actually come in. You know, if you're like busying yourself every second how is anything new going to come in? You know, like that's something I've been thinking about a lot and trying to be conscious of. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause, um, when I first moved to California, I was in a car accident and, um, with my brand new Prius at the time, Mm. Um, every time I would drive on the 101 by the airport, I saw my bumper and my license plate on the side of the road. It was really. (laughs) 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 Anyways, anyways, but I remember just, and I was, I went to go see a chiropractor and he had, um, you know, had lent me a book, which I ended up keeping because I still have it. It's like, there's no accidents. There's purpose and there's reasons for things to happen to slow down or to um, take the, the the time to like this is maybe something telling you, you know what, you know, stop, stop doing this or, 
you know, always like always in a rush. And I remember even like the, one of the reasons why when I, before I moved to California and I lived in Toronto, what I realized was that I was taking everything by segments, like seconds, minutes, kilometers, how fast I was going on the freeway, how long it was taking me. I was measuring every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. It took me 37 minutes Mm -hmm. to get to work. And, you know, and I, uh, but I, and I would, how much gas can I get per gallon? Blah, 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 like <laughs> stupid things that I really don't care about, but it's all, but I didn't really care about it, but yeah, it, it, I, I'm not that obsessed about it, but I kept measuring it. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't reset my gas tank when it, at zero again, I'd be mm-hmm. like, shit, I want to just. But I don't really want to see it, but I don't care, but I do care. I what's wrong with me? You know, and it and you know, I stopped wearing a watch at one point. Um, you know, and just kind of not worrying about things. And then that's when I went to Europe that summer and I realized that um before I moved to, to the US, when I went to Europe and I went traveling with my girlfriend and we only had like our hotels in the beginning of the trip and the end oh, of the yeah, trip and everything right. in between right. was like free. And I, the, the trip, it, it was just liberating to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized like, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't yeah, want to allow yourself freedom to just be, be, do and whatever. live in the present. Cause the problem with measuring in time and, you know, blocking things out and, is that you always are looking towards the future or what's yeah. coming mm-hmm. instead of being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I remember even um, when Bianca's mom, Joanne, my aunt, she, when she was getting married, the day she got married, um, I said, I asked her or something, I go, did the day fly by and all that stuff? She goes, no, I, I was just, in the present. And I remember your mom saying that for some reason. I remember your mom saying that she was just mm. present for that time and um, enjoying mm-hmm. every moment of it rather yeah. than, because people get, you know, especially with brides, they, they tend to have, you know, the time. Mm-hmm. They, well, the, you know, they have structure. structure. Mm-hmm. They plan this and why isn't the flowers over here? And why is this? I mean, mm-hmm. mom and dad's wedding. Uh, they lost electricity. There was a thunderstorm. <laughs> the, church. Um, the priest was like, well, you know, when it rains on your wedding day, it means you're going to have lots of children. And and, uh, and then we get to the hall, and then uh, the caterers didn't have any electricity for the food, so they had everything. He- Anyways, it was, oh, wow. your mom was, she didn't care. And it was, yeah. but it it it, it kind of dawned on me when your mom said things like that was that, yeah, you just, if you just live in the present and don't not worry about other stuff. Like it's, I used to be so like, I have three kids and they're all teenagers now, but I used to be so fly with the pants. Uh, we could drop anything and go anywhere that it was part of my ADHD. It was also part of a coping mechanism in a unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. He worked from home, so let's go do X, Y, and Z every single day for many, many years. Now, for me, I have to be more structured so then when things do fall apart, I'm totally fine. Mm -hmm. Kind of where I give myself 
um, you know, three teenagers, three different schedules, a husband, <laughs> entirely different schedule. So I am more structured in my scheduling, but if things fall apart, I don't emotionally get upset. So I'm just mm. like, it was meant to be kind of thing because yeah. you did have to have some structure with a large mm-hmm. family. Um, but now when things fall apart, you know, things fall apart and we're like, okay, well, whatever, you know, we'll, you know, we'll do X, Y, and Z. But I totally used to be the yeah. fly with the seat of my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting. You evolve and mm-hmm. kind of take that type of, you know, it, time didn't go by as fast. That was the amazing thing that mm. I that is that because you know how time flies by. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you plan everything and you're always looking ahead, so you're never living in the present. Oh, okay. So if I live in the present, time slows down just a little bit more because mm-hmm. you're able to take in, you know, that I moment too. Um, so that's that's kind of where you know my where I try to transform. I have to remind myself and so sure. forth, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. that's definitely powerful and something to keep in mind because I definitely can admit I'm very much the type of person that is, I have to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and I still have to get this done. I haven't got that done yet. Or I'm like, oh no, I should have done it this way or I should have done that or I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. And never living in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible way to live, have to be honest. You know? Yeah. It's full. I so. kind of feel like when you have more time to live in the moment, my mom was very structure but all all of us girls are two years apart so you know she she kept us structured enough but she is a very much live in the moment woman as well so she has a really good balance of that and something we learned young which we apply now is that when you have time to take in everything which a huge part of that is like community doing that with other people that comes back into your life. You want to call it God, karma, whatever. Mm. It always comes back into your life. So when you're serving others or living presently with one another, that always comes back in some kind of way. Whereas when you're doing it all by yourself, you um, you do see it, but it, it's not as big and powerful sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like, I mean, as I'm talking about it, us, we're all a little balance of structure and you know just throw it all up (laughs) but we do it together and we've seen really really powerful things Mm -hmm. as our business and our podcast whereas if we did it by ourselves I don't think we would have seen the influence quite as well Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah Yeah. power three or four (laughs) (laughs) so awesome I think we may have that was good. We trailed off a little bit. Were we still talking about human design? <laughs> I don't know where we where we were, but doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it was great. I just thanks so much, Bianca. I really, really appreciate having you in my life and um, seeing your beautiful face every Aww. day on, on Instagram. I'll get on that. But thank you. Um, thank you for coming on. And, you know, I think we all kind of got something. We're done already? Are you wrapping this up? I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like we still want to talk about that. We can keep going. We can keep going a little longer. I'm, I'm still good. awake. already, though. It's been late for her. For yeah. her. I know. I was thinking that. Yeah. 
and your 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 partner is probably like cold in bed. And yeah, he's a little snuggle bug. Oh, he's fine. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, so, he, so did you? I mean, did we have anything else as far as human design to talk about, or you were just sort of giving us a high level uh, definition? I think. Of it. Mm, yeah, just just the overview. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever else you want to ask me, mm-hmm. I'm here. <laughs> I can't think of anything. I just, for, I just. No, um, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I think yeah. we've got through a lot. Okay, so okay, yeah. Cool. So now I have to start following you on Instagram. Yes, so because all of this stuff is very interesting to me. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to have her back on in like uh-huh. a few months as yeah. we like now process like all everything that you had to share we listened you know as we listened to guests and talking about their things it'd be really cool to talk to you again in a few months and kind of get a different perspective based upon the information I like shared. Mm-hmm. yeah it sounds good okay yeah of course fun. thank yeah. you so much for having me this was a lot of fun I really enjoyed yeah. it good good yeah, thanks too. for coming on yes. Well, have a good night. Yeah. Oh, cheers with our coffee yeah. cups, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Happy Water Wednesday. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Thank you. Stay hydrated. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Have a great Sunday. You, you too. You, you too. too. Thank you so much, Bianca. Okay. Love you. I love you yeah, too. Of course. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, it's Sophie from the Real Exes. I just All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop dot your story at gmail.com until next week bye, bye.